It has been a long time. I don't know what possessed us <laughs> to do this episode, but we're back. <laughs> On this week's episode of Bourbon and Blood, we're doing Conjuring 3. The devil went down to Georgia. Nope, the devil. <laughs> the Charlie Daniels story. The devil went down to Arnie's. No, what's it really called? <laughs> The devil, the devil, devil made, made me, me do, do it. it. Here we go. The devil went down to Arnie's. <laughs> Hello, I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Anne. And we're back. It's been like two months. Back, back, back again. But we're here to talk about some more horror movies. We're going to go right back to, is it July 18th, 19 what? 80. Oh boy, I didn't, I don't, I don't know. Didn't it was either it. 81 or 88. Didn't write it. But something terrible happened that day. And the Warrens are here to investigate it in The Conjuring 3. Is that the theme song to The Conjuring yeah. 3? It's The Conjuring 3. We're all around, we're getting possessed by devils. You're wearing a frown. <laughs> <laughs> it's like The Conjuring 3 has become like a sitcom for ABC <laughs> in the 90s. Okay, all right, where do we start? Where do we even start? First off, I want to give an award to David, the actor Julian. Oh, I screwed up his last name. Hillard? 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 I don't know. He's the best actor in this he, fucking movie. He is the little guy from um, Hill House. Is he, he? Yeah, yeah, he's the little brother, Luke. He's little Luke. Aww. And I loved him in that. I like when we saw him in that. I remember being like, "That is the cutest little boy I've ever seen." Like he is so precious, and I want to protect him at all costs. <laughs> and I felt the same in this film. His he is just so good. He's so good. He's also in um. WandaVision. He plays one of her sons. That seems crazy. I know. I, they must have filmed this. Well, I think with COVID. Pr- yeah, they must have off. like filmed this a while ago because he seemed younger. I'm pretty sure this was supposed to come out last year. Oh. But, you know, things have happened. Yeah, so we're, we open on an exorcism of this sweet little boy, maybe 10, 10 years old, little David Glatzel. Um, obviously we've got the Warrens, um, Ed and Lorraine played by, uh, I forget his name, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, I think is how you say her last name, who I just absolutely love. I love her. I love her. I love her. Anything (laughs) she's in, I'll watch. I think she's great. She's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. We also have Arnie who is David's sister's boyfriend. And then we have Debbie, who is his sister. And the other family, but you don't really need to know them. They're not important. I mean, the dad gets stabbed in the leg, but we'll get into that. that The first, like, 10, 15 minutes of this movie is such a thrill. Yeah, it really is. Well, this is our second time watching it. The first time, I don't know, maybe I just was not in the mood to watch a fucking movie because I fell asleep during this movie and was like, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was boring. Meh, meh, meh. But this time, the second time around, I liked it a lot more. Yeah. I liked it a lot more. So, yeah, there's 
an exorcism happening. We have a priest called and there's a big callback to the exorcist when he steps out of the car and like the street light is shining on him. And that's basically kind of the opening scene with the priest there is like that scene. That priest is Father Gordon, which is the cool priest. There's a shitty priest later. Yeah. Father Gordon has like the slick back hair and he's understanding. He's willing to do all the stuff. He's also like nice and cool. Yeah, we like Father Gordon. They didn't. Sorry to go back to this exorcist thing, but they didn't. um, Originally, they were going to take that scene out because they were like, this is silly people are gonna like make fun of us for ripping off the exorcist but like focus groups were like oh fuck yes like i love that (laughs) there's that kind of like throwback to the exorcist in there so they kept it in which i liked i enjoyed that yeah i did too i'm glad they kept it you said there was other references to the exorcist um do you know what they are I, i think there were just references to other scary films um let me hold on i'm looking at this article here um um, 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 of course i can't find it now so whatever (laughs) (laughs) all right so david's going up to bed you know he's like all right he's had a rough day let's get him up to bed before the father shows up and then david goes into a trance and become like he's going through some hell he runs into the bathroom to hide, and he hides inside of a bathtub oh, with God. a shower curtain. With which, one of those whole wraparound yeah, shower curtains. Which, one of the best scenes in the movie is just the fingers over oh the top. Oh, my God. I know, because he's, he's looking up at the top, and there's all the shower rings. And so you see, like, these kind of extra... They kind of almost look like extra rings. Yeah. But then they fucking move off of the the <laughs> rod. It's so freaky. It's so freaky. And then the faucets turn on yeah. and blood shower comes raining down on sweet, sweet little David. And he is just terrified. Yeah. Screaming his little lungs out. His family comes in, busts down the door. There's like a you hear a mirror break. And then David's just standing there. Well, he's curled up in a little ball, and then he slowly, and he slowly stands, stands up. Stands. And his Ooh. dad's like, David? David? And then David just is like, ah! runs <laughs> at his dad with a shard of glass, stabs him in the leg. And Ed is like, all right, we got to get this fucking exorcism done. N-O-W. Right now. <laughs> Let's do it. They take him down. Lorraine rips everything off the p- kitchen table. They throw David on top. Mm-hmm. He turns into Bubble Boy. Like, he is boiling. Yeah. He's got a little, like, uh, just, he just, he's looking rough, guys. While this is happening, Lorraine is kind of getting some visions of, like, an altar, a table. Yeah. Like, satanic ritual stuff. And then we have David contorting his body. That was not CGI, everyone. That was an actual contortionist that they used for this movie. And the reactions that you see from Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are like authentic, holy fuck reactions (laughs) to seeing somebody move their body in that way. It is absolutely terrifying. It's so scary. It's so freaky how they did that. David's mentally throwing some plates around and it knocks out the priest. So Ed's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to break all the rules. I'm not a priest, but I'm going to do this exorcism. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea, guys. Not a good nope. idea. Nope. Everyone kind of gets 
thrown off of holding David. And then he goes, he goes to Ed, he attacks Ed, flies at Ed, and basically gives that a heart attack. Yeah, he says, I'll, I'll stop your I'll heart, stop. old man. Yeah. <laughs> and Ed actually, in real life, did suffer from heart attacks. He had like six heart attacks. Really? Not during this, though. Oh. He did not have one during this exorcism. But like, I mean, his heart attacks are a huge thing through this whole movie, his heart issues. And that was the real thing. He, <laughs> I mean, we've seen real pictures of him. The guy didn't take the best care of himself he was like kind of a bigger dude not big big but like bigger yeah you if you heard that he was gonna have six heart attacks you'd be like "Eh, that that, that math checks out (laughs) and then arnie picks up david and keeps telling him just take me and like david demon looks arnie in the eye and it almost is like admiration or love he's like really and like suddenly everything's cool david drops to the ground he's not possessed anymore arnie drops to the ground we know he's possessed but Mm -hmm. he doesn't look possessed ed knows yeah but then ed is having a heart attack and so he like falls unconscious and like (laughs) i can't tell anybody that oh shit (laughs) the demon in arnie (laughs) i like to look at all these scenes after they end as how the like cops or paramedics would handle it. And like the paramedics would be like, so an eight year old did this to you. Like, I know. I think that up? too. Like, I don't know at the very end scene when all the police show yeah. up, how the fuck are you going to explain that? That was one of my notes. How like, are you going to explain that shit? I mean, that is like, you have a murder, demon lady in the basement murder. twisted in a million different ways. And then a slice. Oh Yeah. <laughs> A sliced throat of a father. I have a theory about him that I can't wait to get to, but I'm going to wait till we get to Ooh, I'm excited. So then we find out that Debbie and Arnie live um, above the dog kennel where Debbie, like she's the manager kind of, even though there's another guy there named Bruno who is technically the manager, but Bruno is a real piece Piece of of shit. Piece of shit. He just really fucking sucks. He reminds me of one of the guys from like trailer park boys. (laughs) I wrote maybe drunk molesty Brown, uh, Bruno, what's his name? Bruno. Bruno kind of deserved this, but I I mean, that's, well, he wasn't molesty because before Arnie the was, demon stuff, he was still grabbing the girlfriend. and like, dance with me. Dance with me. Yeah. But then, but then Arnie was like, imagining that she was dancing with him because when it showed it a second later, she was not dancing with him. She was like doing her own little like demons were playing tricks. on Yeah, they were. They, the demons make you see things that (laughs) you don't want to see. We're at a barbecue at Debbie's family's house. Yeah. Arnie goes inside to get something and there's like cereal lined up on a shelf yeah. and a box of cereal like nudges itself backwards off the shelf and falls. Do you know what kind of cereal that was? Uh, was it Fruit Loops? It looked like tricks because they were little circles. Okay. And I said, silly demon <laughs> tricks are for kids. Oh. <laughs> well, it wasn't a demon. It was a giant fucking rat. Yeah, but I still think the demon caused that yeah. whole thing to happen. Well, yeah, the rats, I think, are tied to the demon. So then he kind of follows this rat as it scurries away, and he, like, finds this creepy, like, 
leaking hole in the wall that's very scary looking and he's peering through it and he can't really see anything and then he turns around and then there's like a fucking like demon satan lady standing there (laughs) what and then it kind of attacks him and then that's it yeah that's the end of the movie (laughs) good night guys thanks for listening We go back to the hospital. Father Gordon's there acting all cool. He's like, I think I know a guy. I can help you out. Hey, I I know a guy. I got some connections. You got some possessions? I know a guy. Let me talk to my possession guy. Yeah, it's my uncle's friend from way back. Uh, We we get like the meet cute story of Ed and Lorraine. God damn it. Which we didn't really need. But... Uh, the girl who played young Lorraine was in the Lifetime movie that Bridget and I watched uh, this past week. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Psycho brother-in-law on Once in a Lifetime. <laughs> Check out the other podcast. <laughs> but so that was a funny little, I was like, oh. That what is your opinion on gazebos? You know, I mean, I guess they're cute for like parks and stuff. I don't, re- there's not really a point because you can't sit in them. They're- Some have seats i mean i guess some do have seats it would be i don't i'm i don't want one in my backyard please don't build me one like ed builds one for lorraine sorry guys spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) my opinion i hate gazebos i hate the name i think it's stupid i think the point of them what's a little house in your backyard come on it's you have a house do you know what's so funny is emma and i were discussing pergolas today what's a pergola a pergola is like a um gazebo. <laughs> it's not a gazebo it's like the standing wood frame kind of thing that people put outside on a like a a slab like we could build a pergola it would be like like four wooden posts and then just like some wood slats like above that's it that's a pergola yeah. But we were talking about like the actual word. And I was like, I love the word pergola. And she was like, oh, because in Australia we say per- pergola. Oh. And then in the video we were watching about the chick who renovates the Tuscan villa with her boyfriend Guido, <laughs> he, she was like, oh, we were talking about putting up a pergola. But in Australia we say pergola but in america they say pergola and it was like what we were just literally (laughs) saying all this stuff but anyways i love the word pergola don't give a fuck about gazebos i look at (laughs) i always feel like gazelles and gazebos were like oh we need to think of a word real quick let's just pull something out of our ass gazebo is like a pretty fun word i mean it's fun to say but it doesn't make it it doesn't doesn't work for that i when I think of a gazebo, I just think of like a Fourth of July like band playing in there before fireworks and yeah. stuff. And there's like American flags like on it. Well, that's our ten minute talk on gazebos. Yeah, so that's uh, that's our landscape talk. <laughs> um, so I feel like Blondie, "Call Me" is actually a song that helps summon demons. Yeah. Like the more it, it happens twice in this movie, just like the lyrics yeah. pull the demons out of us. We're not there yet. We're no, that's the next yet. scene. Well, no, he's cutting tree branches. So Arnie's like oh. cutting tree branches um, and he's like up in a tree with his chainsaw outside of the house and the chainsaw's not working 
And he kind of like, there's somebody watching him from the window. And he feels it. And he can feel it. And he looks over and he sees nothing. It's the Satanist lady. But she's gone by the time he looks. But then all of a sudden the chainsaw just like revs up. And then he drops it, almost hitting his co-worker. And they're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> also, chainsaws need to be like triggered to go on. I feel but like that's the fall. whole that's the whole thing, though, is that. Satan, the yeah. devil made me do it. <laughs> the, the devil made the chainsaw go on. The gazebo made him do it. Mm-hmm. So then we get to Blondie. Call me. Yeah, well. Oh, my God. So this scene is really good. Bruno is just being fucking annoying. Yeah. He is blasting Blondie. Um, Because Arnie has fixed his stereo and he is super pumped about it and he is just turning it up to 11. He's hammered. Yep. Bruno is hammered and he's trying to make Arnie drink and Arnie's like, no, thanks. I don't need to get hammered. He Um, left work so he didn't feel good because, you know, possession stuff. So unfortunately, because the music is so loud, they can't hear... Lorraine trying to call on the phone because Ed has woken up in the hospital and said, Oh my God, it's in Arnie. It's in Arnie. <laughs> call them, call them. But you know, they can't hear the phone ringing because Bruno is just rocking out, rocking out too hard. Arnie starts getting like possessed by the demon, <laughs> getting visions of the demon. He's hallucinating that Bruno is like, kind of sexy dancing a little not it's not even sexy dancing no but like closely dancing and enveloped like has enveloped um debbie like in his arms and they're dancing and stuff and he gets pissed but then he opens his eyes a second later and like debbie's like five feet away and nothing's happening i thought the cinematography of this whole scene like when he splashes water on his face Mm-hmm. Like it's like a back shot of like the window and the music's just blasting, but you can feel the intensity. Yeah. And like- so then he goes after Bruno because yeah. he's thinking Bruno's being a creep. Debbie's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So then Bruno or Arnie runs away into the kennels and all of a sudden lights go out. And then there's a red light that pops on and yeah. then the blondie lyrics real slow and real creepy start I didn't playing. think that song could be creepy. It was it. spooky. It was spooky. <laughs> oh, and there's another part where he thinks he sees Arnie or Bruno like turning into a monster yeah. almost like and then he sees monster Bruno coming at him, like crawling at him in the dark. And then he fucking stabs him and kills him. The next scene is Arnie walking down the streets and I want to say right now, putting it on the record, this is going to be my Halloween costume of this year. I want to get white contacts, make myself look very pale with like blue lines and mm-hmm. just cover my chest and hands with and blood. And just look super confused. And like walk around like what? Yeah. What? So he's strolling down the road and he has demon face. Like his eyes, he's got demon eyes. He's got demon <laughs> eyes. And uh, a cop drives by him and is like, whoa, I'm going to make a Yui right there and <laughs> see what's going on here. It would have been funny if the cop would have been like, not today. Not- kept driving. <laughs> I'm about to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off in a half hour. I'm not going to deal with this shit. I don't need any more paperwork today. Um, and then Arnie's face goes normal and he goes, 
I think I hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. You're covered in fucking blood. <laughs> he stabbed the person 22 times. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be more important. It was not. It did not get brought up again. Well, I think, I mean, it just shows that 22 times is a fucking lot. You know what? I Like, 22 times is a lot. The Warrens go and visit him in jail. Yep. And they're kind of giving him, like, a religious sniff test. Like, there's holy water. They're having him read from the Bible. <laughs> Trying to elicit some kind of uh, response from the demon because they're like, well, if we can get a response, it'll show that you're fucking possessed. Yeah. And nothing happens. He's totally great and fine. And they're like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That is not good news for us. And the attorney, his attorney is like, well, they're going to go for the death penalty. So uh, you better find something or else he going to (laughs) die. Okay, at this scene, they say, let us have you over for dinner, maybe introduce you to Annabelle, and we'll convince you that demons exist or possession exists. I want to see that fucking dinner. That's not fair that that was not in here. (laughs) I want to see what they showed this. Because the next scene is her, like, she looks very shook, and she's at the courtroom, and she, like, stands up and, you know, says, you know. The amount of possession. Also... I would like this time to talk about Lorraine's hair because this is when I really started taking notes on it. The first time it's up, it looks like a possessed school teacher. And then in the courtroom, it kind of looks like Bruno Mars. And then when she's outside, it's a little more fluffed. It looks more like John Ralphio's. And then she has like a frilly thing on later. It looks like a fancy Quaker judge. Yes. And then she looks like Pennywise later when they're at the... Massachusetts police station. Yeah. Because she's got that that, like colorful shirt. Yeah. With frills. Lorraine's wardrobe (laughs) leaves a lot of questions and less answers. I don't understand what she's going for. It's a baffling look. It's a baffling look. But she does have a lot of rings and I like that. (laughs) I like a lady who wears some jewelry. I, I appreciate rings. We flash back to moving day. At the house, Debbie and David's house. And David is going through the house with his little box, trying to find what room he wants. And he goes into a room, finds a bed, the ultimate luxury of 1981. It's a waterbed, baby. Oh, my God. The weirdest, probably one of the weirdest inventions that ever existed a water bed time for story i had a water bed all through high school That's so weird i loved my water bed i don't know why because it really was uncomfortable so much so that i remember one winter the heating pad broke there's a heating thing oh. underneath to make it warm during the winter it broke but i didn't want to get rid of the bed so i didn't tell anyone my water bed was freezing like all winter long. No, it didn't freeze. Solid. <laughs> it was just like ice cold. And as you can imagine, mm-hmm. during the winter, that sucks to have like an ice cold bed underneath you. Damn. We eventually had to get rid of it, but I tried really long. But it's it was, it was nice in the summer when it was ice cold. <laughs> water beds are so bizarre. Yeah. I wonder if they even make them anymore. I- I bet you could find them. They probably have very expensive, like, luxury water beds (laughs) or something. But it's such an odd concept to me. And, like, if it fucking springs a leak, when you have water all over your floor, like, 
That sucks. <laughs> you know how much water is in a waterbed? I mean, honestly, how many gallons would fill up a queen size mattress? I'm very lucky. My Talk never about st- something right now because I'm going to look up. How, ma- how many do you think? What? How many gallons to fill up a queen size waterbed? Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say are you going 50? I feel like that's what you're shooting No, for. I'm going to go 125. Okay, so while you're looking that up, this was also a period in my life where I wore a lot of spiked bracelets, and I feel like my water bread should have broke. Probably. And I ate on it. You know, knives, forks, all that. What did you think it was? You didn't uh, give me a number. I said 125. How m- I'll go with 200. Ooh, Danny, you are so close. 196. Oh, I win. 196 gallons to fill a queen. This is the first time, and not a first time a waterbed's been in a horror movie, but a first time that they've utilized a waterbed in a very great way. Because, I mean, you didn't even talk about what happened with the waterbed yet, did we? (laughs) Like in Nightmare on Elm Street, Johnny Depp gets sucked down into his waterbed and blood goes everywhere. And I feel like I've seen another. Horror movie with a waterbed that's similar to this one. Like mm-hmm. you see a hand, but oh, what they yeah. do with a face. So David like plops down on the waterbed and he loves it. He's <laughs> like, this is a luxury. I'm like <laughs> nine years old on a queen size waterbed. Life can't get any better, guys. Life can't get better. And then he sees something move at the bottom of the bed under the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> And he's laying there, and we see a fucking face pop up next to him. And he doesn't see the face, but he can tell something is there. So he's like, yikes. Slowly starts crawling backwards off the bed, very gently, very tenderly, like not wanting to disturb anything. When he gets to the end, he kind of is like looking because he thinks he sees something. And then this, like, gross, like, demon hand busts out of the mattress, grabs onto him, and tries to pull him in. Did you not see what happened before that? So he was waving his hand over it, and there was, like, a bigger, grosser hand following his hand. Oh, I was trying to see what was happening. I knew something was happening, but I couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah, it was, like, a bigger version of his hand doing exactly what he was doing. Uh, Like, almost a mirror image, but you don't get a mirror image in that. Gross. (laughs) Yeah. That's disgusting. So he falls back covered in water. Parents come in. That was his first encounter with the demon. Welcome to your new home, David. So when they're investigating the house, Lay's like, oh, there's some water damage underneath the carpets. And Ed like pulls it up. He's like, that's not water damage in my head. Maybe because I'm a homeowner now. I'm like, well, the insurance company won't believe possession, so will you please just stick <laughs> just with water tell me, damage? Just, well, you can just say it's water damage. We're okay. going to stick with water damage. <laughs> so they're like, well, I guess we got to go crawl under the house and figure out what's going on. Jesus Christ. So Lorraine bravely is like, I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. Ed's like, honey, let me do this. Your dress will get dirty. And Lorraine is like, shut the fuck up, Ed. I'm about to punch you in the face. So she goes in the crawl space. A rat runs over her hand. Very scary. She gives no fucks about rats. Yeah, she's really good. No fucks. So then she crawls over to where it's under the guest, well, under David's room. 
There's like eight billion rats. It's wrapped in plastic too. It looks like a fucking crime yeah, scene scary. already. So many rats. And there's a thing like wrapped up in a piece of cloth just right under the bed. And so she takes a stick and gently unwraps it. And it is this horrifying like totem, totem made of all these bones and stuff. It's like freaky looking. It is freaky looking. I don't think that's as freaky as the fact that all the rats were still just standing around her and she's like, yeah. Well, you know what I thought was weird was how all the rats were standing in a circle around the yeah. fucking totem. That was weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was weird. So she busts out her cute little camera from 1981. She like cocks it like a gun. I know. Takes a bunch of pics of it. Yeah. Okay. And then they go and visit a old priest, a former priest. Is he a former well, they, priest? This is when the one priest is like, I know a guy. I know. The guy that's involved with the ram cult. So I'm like, Tell me what the fuck the Ram Cult is. I know, and I wonder if that is real. We should look that up because... The Ram Cult. Yeah. So they were like a Satanist cult that this father kind of like investigated and had a hand in like disbanding and like learning about, I guess. Um, So yeah, they go visit Father Castor. Castor. He... I liked his character. I liked that actor. He seems possessed as fuck right he, off the bat, though. He does seem fucking weird. Well, I what I like, he's like getting his eggs from his chicken and they pull up to the house and they try to shake his hands and he's just like, I have chicken shit on my hands. That's <laughs> like, oh, I like this guy. So here's my theory. Can I pop it to you? Yeah. Boom, boom. Father Caster. Castner. Oh, I thought it was Kastner. All right, so Father Kastner, his daughter is all into this possession stuff, and she slits his throat at the end, which we've talked about already. Mm-hmm. He looks a lot like Reverend Henry Kane from Poltergeist 2, which happens 20 years from this scene, or 10 years, because it was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I think he is that reverend because he looks so the much same like one? him. Yeah, remember the creepy guy from Poltergeist 2? Um, Let me look up the cast and tell you if you're it's, right here. Well, it's not the quick. same actor. I'm saying Oh, you're th- like you're they're joining worlds. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> no, no, because that guy in Poltergeist 2 was way older and this was also a long time ago. I'm trying to see what else this guy was in. I also love when they were talking to him. He's like, they committed acts that I will not speak of. But let me tell you this story. Blasphemous <laughs> acts, which I will no longer repeat. But sit down, because I have a story of one of their blasphemous acts. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, hey, you you might know about this totem. We feel someone is targeting this family. I don't understand why they assume that that totem was like freshly placed under this house. How do they know it wasn't there for 20 years? Yeah, this is. Do you know what I mean? Like, they make a lot of real big jumps that yeah, happen do. to work in this film that kind of is like, mm, how did you get there, though? Like, why did you think that? And why did it happen to make sense? A little irritating. So he takes them in. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> oh, I have something to show you. So he takes them downstairs into his own version of 
the Warren haunted shit memorabilia museum. And Lorraine is like, you shouldn't have this stuff here. I don't want to go down there. Don't touch that, Ed. Bitch, you got this shit in your house. The exact same stuff. You have possessed dolls. You have what are you doing? demonic paintings. One that tried to fucking kill your daughter, if you don't remember from the first one. <laughs> like, what the hell? She's, uh, yeah. So he's just kind of going through, like... All their haunted weird shit, talking about Satanists and how evil they are and how like, like a practice Satanist, a devoted Satanist, don't fuck with them. Like, they're not one to be trifled with. Who's the Warren's little helper or the... The guy that's always with them. Oh, the guy. Yeah. um, Without that guy, nothing would have been done in this movie. No, I know. And he's... I feel like he's one of the better ones in these movies honestly because he's always so good uh drew because he's the one that's like hey cops in massachusetts saw it i need you to go there too." yeah like at this scene right so they go to massachusetts and this is when the movie gets a little dumb for me for a minute because i feel like it just becomes the x-files slash like some superhero movie Mm -hmm. lorraine suddenly like i know she has gifts they bring that up in every movie but like suddenly her gifts are like a superpower like Oh, that's the knife you need. Oh, you missed your exit that way. Yeah. Like she yeah. knows everything automatically. It's like we're watching uh what is it, Palm Beach Medium? Or what's one of those shows? Long Beach Long, <laughs> Long Beach Medium. Long, wait, what was it? Long Island Long Island yes. Medium. Like she just knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we get to when they go to Massachusetts real quick, we Shoot to Arnie in the prison. prison. He's like, his job is mopping up like the hospital unit of the prison. And there's like a scene in there where, I mean, he's not doing a great job mopping, but <laughs> the bucket kind of fly. He knocks the bu- bucket and it goes flying and he goes to retrieve it. And it like pulls away from him and he gets really freaked out and is like, what the fuck? And then turns around and the patient who had been sleeping is like fully sitting up in bed, singing Blondie lyrics. Like slowly and creepy. Slowly and scarily. And then he's attacked again by a demon. Always attacked? Always. It's so sad. I just, that's gotta be scary. In the next morning, what's her name? The girlfriend? Debbie. Debbie and David show up to like talk to him. Visit him, yeah. And David's like, oh, it's, are you always cold? Do you always feel like you're alone and someone's talking to your head? I was like, I think it's because it's really hot in our room. I was like, I would love to be possessed if I'm always cold this summer. Just exercise me at the (laughs) end of the summer. I'll take a four month possession in the summer. Hell yes. (laughs) Like hot girl summer, only hot possessed summer. (laughs) So now going to Massachusetts where, you know, they've they've gotten a hit from the police department that there's a similar totem that was found in a case of these two girls who went missing. They were best friends. They went missing. One was found dead, stabbed 22 times. Was it 22? Or no, stabbed. Maybe it was. If it it was, was, that would make more sense why I wrote that down. So, yeah, I I think because I feel like I remember her being stabbed 22 times. Nice. Um, 
And then the other girl was missing. And they don't know where she is. And they don't understand what's going on. Oh, my gosh. So (laughs) Lorraine is like, I have gifts, and I feel like I can find a connection between these two cases if you just let me. So he's like, okay, we'll see how good you are. Pick out the murder weapon from these five items. And she instantly does. Like you said, missed the turn when they were driving somewhere. So they're like in the forest. in the woods where the girl's body was found. And she gets a vision. And basically she gets a vision of what happened that night. The two girls like run out from a tree. And this scene, the the lighting and stuff in this scene was all like, it was not CGI. It was all done naturally, like real practically. And uh, it was awesome. It was really cool. Like it was very neat effect of like being daytime. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's dark. It's midnight. (laughs) It was really neat. I liked it a lot. Um, So she's just getting these visions of what happens. The girls are hanging out. The one girl is like, hey, have this friendship bracelet that I found for you. It reminded me of one when I gave you when we were little. Oh, great. And then she fucking stabs her. <laughs> 22 times. 22 times. Realizes what she does. And at this point, Lorraine is like her, basically. Yeah, acting it all she's out. A- yeah, she's acting. Yeah, she's acting. acting. She's acting it all out. <laughs> she's running through the forest all crazy. Ed is like, Lorraine, wind up! Lorraine <laughs> nearly runs off a fucking cliff into the ocean. Like, teeters on the edge, turns to Ed and is like, oh my god, Ed, she's down there. And then a fucking hand grabs her ankle and tries to pull her down. And Ed saves her. Yeah. Of course. Even with this heart attack going on. I know, he's having another one. Yeah, so that's the whole Massachusetts. And the cops are like, oh, I know you guys are two strangers that talk about possession all the time, but I'll give you all the case files. Thanks yeah. for helping us solve that. They do end up finding a body in the water Yeah, um, that does end up being the girl who murdered her friend because that is what the curse is. You find out there's a, there's a murder and a suicide with these curses. We'll get into that in a second because I have questions on that. Okay. But... Real quick, we go back to everyone hanging out at the prison again. We introduced to Father Newman. Not cool. Newman sucks. New- Newman. Newman. <laughs> <laughs> so did he give him the glass vial of holy water to kill himself? Because hear me out. One, he uses the glass vial to put yeah. a circle of holy water around him. Did not work. Why would you give him a glass vial when he's on suicide watch? Plastic is a thing. Like, although I wonder maybe back in the eighties though, maybe you didn't get holy water in plastic. I I feel like that was probably maybe more in the nineties that they were like, this is way cheaper for the church. So (laughs) we'll do that. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure about that. Like, yeah, he, the way he even said it as he handed him the vial, he's like, you You have a right to defend yourself. Yeah. Something like that. God gives you a right to defend yourself or something like that. Yeah. So then he, um, Arnie like does a circle of holy water around him and sits in it and prays and prays and prays and prays. But then Satan lady 
who's a real person. Yeah. Like this, there's a Satanist woman who is a real person who is like controlling all of this. She like gets into him. She connects. Oh shit. Hold on. There's a connection to this that we missed. Oh yeah. So the reason that Lorraine oh, sees this, the whole morgue part, you know, it's like, it's in between this. So we're still there. The Warrens go to the morgue. Great idea. Mm. Great idea for these two. <laughs> because they want to see. This is my second time watching this. And I was like, why are they at the morgue again? They are trying to get Lorraine to make a connection with the dead girl to see if they can figure out who is placing the totems. Because they kept saying connections, I wrote. And I thought of this, like, you remember those old, like, 90s dating commercials? Yeah. Like, are you looking for to connect with hot, <laughs> <laughs> with hot single Lower witches in your area? <laughs> Just go to the morgue and grab Just onto a dead person. <laughs> You'll connect with someone right away. That's <laughs> disgusting. That's gross. And also, why? Why would the light be on a timer in a, in a morgue? Like, a scary room full of dead people. Why would your light be on a timer? I don't know, because it was the 80s. Things didn't make sense in the 80s. Are they afraid they're going to leave the lights on? They. That's one room I'm okay with the yeah, lights the staying lights can on. just be on 24-7 <laughs> in there. Who thing. are you going to bother? <laughs> they're dead, okay? <laughs> so they literally break into the morgue. Yeah. Like, Ed just, he's like, we'll leave a note. This guy can just bust in wherever he wants to. I want to point out again that these are two normal people who do talk shows and talk about possessed stuff. Like, they're breaking into places. They're getting case files from cops. They give no fucks. They're above all laws. I mean, you're breaking into a morgue to touch dead people. <laughs> that is really not cool. Ooh. It's not cool. And I also am like, how do they even know it's the same person who placed the totems and not like some weird network of Satanists? Like they don't. Who do, they don't know. They're <laughs> just like, oh no, that must be the same person. So stupid. So Lorraine, they find the body of the dead girl, obviously, because she's been in the fucking water for a year. She's bloated. I thought it wasn't a year. Oh, maybe I it, it was, wasn't. It I was, don't know. Yeah. Bloated AF. Yeah. Lorraine just grabs those bloated, wet sausage fingers <laughs> and holds on to that hand, wants to, and tries to get that connection. And she's like, it's not here. It's not here. And boom. And then boom. Oh, here it is, baby. Scary times at Morgue Central. So that's why it's connected, because she sees what the witch lady is doing to our boy. Yes. Yeah. She now Lorraine, because she is so powerfully clairvoyant, she's able to get into the layer of this woman who is doing all of this. Like she's kind of able to almost become her. Yeah. And she sees what she's about to do to Arnie. She knows she's trying to connect with Arnie. And she is like, not fucking today, Satan. I am protecting that sweet boy. She stops him from cutting his wrist. She stops him from cutting his wrist, which is so great. So great. And then she talks to the Satanist. They like see each other. And the woman is like, how are you doing this? <laughs> and Lorraine's like, God showed me. 
God showed me how. And then the lady's like, well, your God has damned you. Because <laughs> then we get, ooh, boy, we get twitchy, bloated waterbed man. <laughs> ooh, he is scary. He looks like he had water damage, too. Maybe I've just... He, yeah, he was bloated and water damaged. Um, So Ed, while Lorraine is, like, in her other world, Ed turns around... To turn the light back to on. To turn the light back on. And then in the corner, he sees this giant of a man who just is clearly dead. <laughs> Slowly turns around. The slowest I've ever seen someone turn around. And it is spooky. It's good, you guys. Ooh, it's, it's spooky. Good. And then he just runs the fuck right at Ed. No, he runs at Lorraine. He runs he... at Lorraine. Yes, you're right. He runs at Lorraine. And then, because then... Ed's like, you have to break the connection. Break the connection. So at the last second, she drops the hand, and then the dead body falls. It, like, the... hits its head on the table. Yeah. Hoo-wee. They find out they have to break the curse by destroying the altar. Yeah. Where these rituals are happening. And then Ed seemingly has another heart attack at this point. He loves them so much. (laughs) (laughs) He gets possessed. No, no, no. Where are you? He wakes up in his house. Lorraine is gone. No, that's when he's possessed. The Satan lady. That's during when he's possessed because that's all visions in his head. Remember how he wakes up with the knife, like almost stabbing her? That's yeah. Because all that was visions that the witch lady was putting in his head during the possession. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Ed's possessed. <laughs> yeah, Ed's possessed. He wakes up in bed. The Satan lady's in the house. I mean, this is just like his. She, she even says, because I wrote down, this lady has no idea what kind of gold mine she's found here when it comes to like demonic possession. I mean, this could be Ghostbusters for extravaganza. Like she even says, like, wow, you guys have quite the collection here. Why don't you focus all your work on getting this collection now, Mm -hmm. lady? Because if you could get that room under your control, the world is fucked. Like that is a really good point, Danny. Wow. Can you imagine? I know if somebody evil had control of all of the evil stuff. It would be like Return to Oz, kind of. Like, <laughs> not good. My notes are kind of scattered here because I was just watching the movie. Oh, the bloated dead guy's also back in the house, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's running through the house trying to kill the bloated dead guy. But it's not the bloated dead guy. It's Lorraine. Just he's, like at the beginning when yeah. our Aunt Arnie thought, you know, the demon was coming at him, but he stabbed the other dude. Yeah. That situation. So, uh, Satan mama fucking with shit. Like he's trying to kill his wife. So they need to find the totem in the house and they go tearing up the house and they find a flower vase with black flowers. that says, hope you get well soon. Dead. I wrote dead flowers. Yeah. I wrote if spirit Halloween doesn't have that as a gift, you can give this Halloween. Someone's fucking up on their end. Ooh. Cause if you could just give that to people as a joke or. Just have that in your house. Or as to be like, I fucking hate you. Like, get well soon with dead flowers in that vase, exactly. There's a few people I can think of that I would want to send those flowers (laughs) to with a fucking totem in the vase. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he drops the vase. 
They break. No, they break open the flower. Isn't there a totem in it? Yeah, I'm saying oh, they sorry. like crumble the flowers and then Ed drops the vase and it shatters and there's a fucking totem inside the vase. Dun, 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 dun. I want to someday have a map and put pins on it with you and look very serious about something. You know how they're like, how is this connected? Yeah. How is this one connected? Like, all I want is a string board. (laughs) Someday. Can you imagine waking up at like three in the morning one night to pee? And I'm like in the corner being like, this has to connect over here. And I have like, like, Danny, I'm running out of green thread. What do I do? (laughs) How does this make sense? Ah! So Lorraine is like, oh, I have to go to Father Kastner's house because he needs to translate something for me. So she's heading over there. He tells her what it says is the curse needs a child, a lover, and a man of God. That's where I want to break down how this is flawed. Because when she killed her dad, he's a man of... When the Satanist killed her dad, that's a man of God. Oh, that's... I wouldn't even think about that, but um. that is awesome. All right, so let's talk about the first one where she put a totem and the two girls killed themselves. Mm-hmm. Is one of those supposed to be a child, a lover, or a man of God? A child. So you remember how the other one was like, one has to be murder, one has to be suicide? Wouldn't that have completed hers? Because one was murdered and one was suicide? Because she's supposed to offer a soul to this demon mm-hmm. for her powers. That first murder was someone getting murdered and someone committing suicide. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would have completed her like commitments. But then like, she doesn't have the... Well, she doesn't have the lover because he didn't kill himself. Well, let's go back to the next one. The child didn't die. It got passed on to the lover. Yeah. And then the lover didn't die yet, but the priest. Oh. I don't know. Like, And then also, that would be just way too much of a coincidence for her. Like, oh, I have this child possessed. Oh, good. It went to a lover. Oh, good. There's a there's preacher a, or priest. There's a few men of God involved here. This could wow, be Wow, this wonderful. is working out all in my favor. <laughs> I just feel like the theory behind her, what she has to get done, yeah. makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like, I kind of like the idea of a witch lady possessing people. Yeah. I just feel like the stories on what she's supposed to do, because if it is so a murder suicide, she's done that. Yeah. If but she has to do it three times. But why? I, each one has to be a murder and a suicide. Oh, so was the first one supposed to be the child? Were they young? Like the two teenagers? Were they teenagers? I think so. Well, then that might have solved that one. Okay. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I got really deep into that. <laughs> Um, so Father Kastner is like, follow me. I need to show you something. And then somehow seemingly gets away from her really so away from fast <laughs> into the basement. And she has to go follow him into this, of course, freaky dark basement again. He, he doesn't turn on the light for so long. Like, what is he doing sitting there with holding the string? I know. He, you know, he was. <laughs> she finally finds him sitting at his desk and he's like, I have something to show you. It's a photo album of his daughter bum, bum, bum. who turned out to be the Satanist. <laughs> Bad news bears, his uh, Satanist daughter. Another thing, why did he cave? 
he's hidden it for this long. She's not going to get caught if he doesn't say anything. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because there's like right, righteous people asking him about it and he can't lie. Maybe no one's ever legit yeah. like asked him about it. So he's like in his mind, he's like, well, I'm not lying because no one's asked me. Yeah, I don't know. That's, <laughs> I just feel like that's how their fucking circular logic works. So he says that they they have tunnels under the property that she used to love exploring as a kid. And obviously her altar must be under there. Like, obviously, clearly. And then they hear creaking upstairs and Lorraine's like, oh, shit, your daughter's here. And he's like, oh, let me scuttle you into the underground, terrifying tunnels where the altar is. The first time we watched this, the devil worshiping lady, I think I missed some stuff because I was like, this girl's not terrifying. Like, she's just a normal person. But this time watching it, I never noticed that she was across the room and then suddenly behind him and slit his throat. Oh. Like, I didn't realize she had powers. Oh, yeah, you're right. I thought she only had powers when she was at her altar. Yeah. But I think because she's working with the devil, she has abilities. But I was like, before I was like, why is everyone afraid of this lady? Yeah. She doesn't seem that threatening. She just looks like a really pissed off, like, Catholic school teacher. Yeah. Um, so she slices her dad's throat because yep. she realizes that he has, like, told what's going on. Very rude. And Lorraine is getting visions while she's in the tunnel, two feet from the door of what is happening behind the door. She knows that this bitch is there slicing her father's throat. And is going to come for her. And Lorraine is just like standing there being like, oh, no, bitch, run. Like, explore (laughs) those tunnels. Run. She's looking through the tunnels. And I I, I mean, her fashion is always bad in this movie. But she's wearing like a very like mom 90s jacket. Mm -hmm. Had like the little tassels on it. And she like looks confused. I'm like, this just looks like a mom like lost in the basement. I know. Like, come on, Lorraine. (laughs) Um, she finds the altar. The Satanist is down there. She's there. I thought the coolest part of this whole scene was when Lorraine like is crawling through the tunnels, running, trying to get out. And she like sees herself in front of her. Yeah. It's like this weird, like triple image of herself. And she gets scared because she's like, oh, fuck, there's someone there. But then it's her, but it's moving the exact same way as her. So she can't see their face because they're moving the same way as she is. It was really good. Like that. I was like, that would blow my mind up. And I would just curl into a ball and be like, take me, Satan. I think my favorite part about that is how it ended. Because you see the two looking back at each other yeah. and they start running. But then a third Lorraine a shuts third, the door. Yeah. How do you know which one's the real Lorraine? I know. There's so many Lorraine. Also, she's supposed to destroy the altar and she keeps trying to push it over. Yeah, it's a giant slats. Like, it's not going to push over easier. We already saw she can clear off a table from the yeah. beginning of the movie. Why didn't you clear off that altar? Yeah. That would have really slowed her down. I mean, but do they need to physically destroy the actual altar, though? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, you can get the shit off of there, but maybe you need to, like, yeah. destroy the actual table. No, I just mean it would slow her down. I don't think it would actually yeah. stop any of the possession stuff. Yeah. So Satanist Lady gets Lorraine. She's on top of her. She's about to stab her. But Lorraine, because she has, like, 
you know, second sight, she's able to like view, she's able to put herself into the lady and see what's happening. And she sees that there is a rock next to her. So then when she's back in her body again, she's like, oh, the fucking rock (laughs) grabs the rock, knocks out the Satanist in the head. Which was very clever. No, yeah, that was like, good. That is smart thinking. Ed is now here because he he knows that Lorraine is there through you know. That's where Lorraine said she was going. The so. Warren power. Well, then he but he also realized though that like oh shit like that's where the yeah. altar is like oh because I I didn't realize why but they were doing the train thing yeah. in the water now I get how yeah. they knew. Um, but 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 oh, he gets blasted in the face <laughs> by something magic like the, sand. Yeah, the Satan lady like blows something in his face, and then he just like turns crazy. And this is where shit gets bananas. There is so much happening in yeah. this scene. <laughs> um, Arnie's getting possessed at the jail, like full out possessed, levitating in the air, like. Contortionating Con- or whatever. Contortionating? <laughs> Contor- <laughs> Contorting. Oh, yeah, that's the word. Ed is trying to, like, kill Lorraine with a sledgehammer because he's fucking possessed now. He's hell-bent on murdering this woman. Um, the altar's getting prepped for sacrifice. It- it's just an entire mess. There's so much happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's about to kill Lorraine. Ed's about to kill Lorraine, and she gives him a real strong like Mufasa. Remember, remember <laughs> the gazebo. Remember the gazebo. Remember who you are. Remember the gazebo. <laughs> and of course, that gets to his heart, and he's like, "What am I doing?" So he stops, and they're great. Well, he um, stops, but he stops by smashing the altar that's behind her. Yes. Yeah. At first, you're like, oh, is he about to smash her head? Because he does go up, mm-hmm. but it hits the altar. Yeah. And then the Satan lady's bones, because she's right there. Hold on. I thought this was really funny how it's Ed mansplaining how possession works, because he's like, well, you know what? You've offered a you've offered a soul and you did not give that soul. So now your soul will be taken by the demon. So now let you. me tell you, yeah. Satanist. Like, I know I know he's just pushing the plot along. So we know what's about to happen to her. But she's pretty sh- she's she's quite aware of what's yeah. going to happen. But the way he says it also is just like a dude like, all right, sweetie, let me tell you what's about to happen. <laughs> and also another shitty part is. Newman's doing like some preacher stuff and then what's his name falls to the ground. So now Newman's going to feel like Newman's going to feel like he's the fucking hero. And that guy does not deserve to feel no, like a hero. No, I know. <laughs> the Satan Lee, I, I don't even know what her name is. I didn't get it either. Her bones all start like snapping and cracking in weird ways. And she's contorting and <laughs> so much contorting in this movie. You mean contorning? Contor- Wait. <laughs> Is that the word? Another thing I had noted, you know, when Lorraine's like, remember our love, her little uh-huh. speech. And then also the girlfriend's like holding on. Yeah. So like, I wish they would have played the power of love there. Cause that's what it's like. Like love we is going to get you through. through the glory no, I was talking like Huey Lewis. Oh, it's the power of love. That wouldn't be more. That would be very nah. appropriate right there. 
Ed, of course, is about to have a fucking heart attack. Oh, God. And he's like, I forgot my pills at home. And Lorraine's like, I have some in my locket because I love you and I know you forget shit all the time, even though this could literally kill you if you don't have these pills. You fucking idiot. Do you want to die? (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? We find out Arnie was sentenced to five years for murder, for manslaughter, which I feel like he got off pretty late. If the possession fits, you must acquit. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So I, you know, that was it. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I I liked it way better the second time around, but I still I rewatched the first one the other day, and I I just think that that is a near perfect film. Yeah, I love it. I think it's so scary. It's so good. There's not a bunch of this bullshit backstory stuff. <laughs> like it's just a good haunted house. Seriously, this is like the eighth. Con- not conjuring, but but like in the universe. Like now we're getting backstory of it's just because I don't need it. I just but. just give me some good haunted house horror movies. That's really, I I think they're so good and so scary and just do it well and it will always be good. My biggest complaint with this movie is there's too much Ed and Lorraine. Yeah. Like why did we? We don't need to fucking know about your gazebo and your stupid like. Oh, we met in a movie. Man. Half the the other two movies, they were in it, but it was mostly the families, yeah. and that's what I like. Like I wanted to see more of the families, like yeah. that little boy story. You know, he got possessed and messed up more yeah, than there just was the more two sh- scenes. There was more shit happening that time. To- that whole time. I don't care about Ed and Lorraine going yeah. on a X Files scavenger hunt to help find another dead yeah, body. I know. I know. It's my least favorite, but it's still wasn't terrible. It was okay, and it was better the second time around. <laughs> but you know, just give me a good haunted house story. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Um. Bye-bye. Oh, also, um, you can listen to my podcast. It's called Once in a Lifetime. Me and my friend Bridget just like talk shit about Lifetime movies, and uh, it's a lot of fun because boy, Lifetime movies are a real doozy. So it's fun. If you want to listen to that, go ahead and listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also listen to my other podcast, Beside Ourselves, with my friend Josh, where we talk about music. All right. Bye. Bye.